0: Everybody again, and welcome to episode number eighteen of the Building a Better Body podcast. It is sunny today. Maybe that's kind of why my day is a bit different to normal. It's Thrown off a bit. It's now coming up to three o'clock in the afternoon, and I would normally have my podcast done before lunch. Today was kind of a funny day. Went to the gym for about fifteen minutes and I had a bit of a sore head, so I just thought, you know what? I'm done I'm not gonna do it anymore I literally listened to my body and decided to come on home and just have my breakfast and then I went and wrote some some notes for the podcast in a coffee shop chilled out a bit and then I went for a walk in the Sun and did a, a bit of a, a walk in meditation I use an app called Buddhify and it's really great because it has all different scenarios inside it for things like going for a walk You know, you're not necessarily having to just sit with your eyes closed. This is about going for a walk and trying to be in the now and taking nature and things like that. So that was quite good. And then I went down to my parents' house and sat out in the back garden for a bit and chatted. And that was just lovely. So now I am in the right frame of mind to get started. So what's new with me? Well, my book came out on Monday. Yay, very exciting. I tried to do a a Facebook Live and it didn't really work out because I'm an old granny. (laughs) No, I actually think it's because of my internet connections a bit ropey. Um, Maybe I'll try it again sometime. I just wanted to do it live because that was the day the book was out and I thought it would be fun. but like then again, you know, there's, there maybe wasn't that many people watching it live. I had a few loyal friends, so thank you to those guys. There's nothing more demoralizing than doing a, a Facebook live with nobody watching it. You're kind of talking to yourself. Oh, Hang on a minute. That's exactly what I'm doing now. <laughs> but I know some of you guys are listening out there, so that's great. Um, to be honest, I prefer recording videos and putting them up later. Uh, and talking of that, you may have noticed I've started vlogging. I put my first uh, YouTube video up last week and it's fun sort of putting topics across that way I think I feel like I'm being more personable to you and you can see me in my animated face um so if you want to subscribe to my youtube channel I'll put a link to that in the show notes so that is what is new with me by the way if you do buy my book I would love for you to leave a feedback uh comment sorry on amazon I would be often to read that and remember what your mother said if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at all (laughs) Alrighty, so what is in the news? I saw this article this morning, actually, and found it quite interesting. Are Britons falling out of love with booze? Quote, uh, Britain has always been known as a nation that loves a tipple, but the latest office... For National Statistics, Lifestyle Survey suggests this may be coming to an end. The 2016 poll of nearly 8,000 Britons found just under 60% had had a drink in the, la- in the past week, the lowest rate since the survey began in 2005. Of those who had not had a drink, half of them were actually tea total. So it says here that one of the problems with the survey is that it's based on people's own recollections and we all know that we're terrible at underestimating how much we drink. So how much you can take away from that, I'm not too sure. It it does appear that alcohol abuse is not a young person's problem anymore. People in older age groups are keen to drink at home. In fact, a third of men aged 45 to 64 and a quarter of women had been binge drinking in the past week. There's been an increase in alcohol-related hospital admissions and mental health problems. So why, why are young people not drinking as much? In the age group 16 to 24, drinking was down, and perhaps because of the changes in technology. You know, people literally socialise over the different uh, platforms that you get now. Facebook, Messenger, uh, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm probably well behind, there's probably like five other ones that I don't even know about. But, you know, as opposed to going out to the pub and meet up with your friends, people aren't doing that as much, which is a really strange idea. Uh, that's all we ever did. Um, you know, also another point, the, the workplace has become extremely competitive and there's more and more people wanting to be, you know, entrepreneurs and trying to get ahead uh, and, and making their mark. And perhaps there's just no time to be wasted getting wasted <laughs> uh, and you know people having time as well to feel ill the next day they need to get on it do their work and, and get on in the world so there's that sort of drive that's you know push people in a different direction um the world has definitely changed i would say when i fell into the lower age group you know a couple of years ago <laughs> um before social media was even a thing we definitely liked a good session on the drink you know back then i had I had a lot of fun not a care in the world and drinking was absolutely great crack or fun for my American listeners. Um, lots of us hung out, danced, and had a good time, and we actually looked after each other. You know, nobody nobody got hurt. It was fun. Um, but then again, fast forward to today, I'm thirty seven. Uh, I have no interest in getting wasted anymore. I mean, sure, like a couple of glasses of wine, but polishing off the bottle doesn't really appeal to me anymore. You know, time is precious. I, and I don't want to feel like utter crap due to my own actions the night before. Um, I think if you have to continually rely on alcohol in order to be fun or have a good time, things have gone a bit wrong. That's just my opinion today. That's how I feel. You know, it's quite empowering to be able to say, do you know what? I'm okay to stop drinking now. No judgment. If you want to continue on, go for it. But I'm good. Uh, eat each to their own uh, and this is about respecting everybody's choices now um, I'm not saying I'll never have one too many drinks ever again in the future sometimes you just cut up in the moment and you're enjoying everything and that's that's cool you just have a few drinks whatever you know it's a different day tomorrow the essence of this is doing what you truly want in the moment you know screw everybody else stand strong and be you don't let anybody sway you if you don't want to it, you know you have your own mind and, and you can make your own decisions How much off on a bit of a rant. <laughs> so that's about drinking I would love to hear your thoughts do you, you know do you depend on what age you are I guess but what what are your drinking habits do you like to go crazy does it does it feel good or do you feel guilty drinking anything at all I'd love to hear so that was news Now, topic of the week I am going to talk about the vagus nerve. Have you heard of have you ever heard of the vagus nerve? Nerve, nerve, vagus nerve. Now, it's nothing to do with playing cards or holding your nerve at the craps table in Las Vegas. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> had to put it in there. The vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve that runs from your brain right down into your stomach. Uh, it is part of the parasympathetic nervous system, so it's involved in controlling your heart rate, your lungs and your digestive tract when you are in the rest and digest state so you've perhaps heard of the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous systems the parasympathetic nervous system is triggered as I say when we are in that rest and digest mode our heart rate lowers and we have increased intestinal activity so this is a state for example you want to be in when you're sitting down to have your dinner so you're at rest and your foods will will be digested properly because you're chilled out. The sympathetic or fight or flight mode is activated when we need to be vigilant or alert. Um, In any sort of scenario, you can come up with your own ideas there. Perhaps also though uh, we're stressed out in traffic or being chased by something, you know, what happens is the heart rate quickens, digestion is put on hold. You know, we're ready to take on external stimuli. But today in the modern world, we absolutely tap into the the fight or flight more than our our body would like it to. And it kind of takes its toll. But rolling that back around. So the vagus nerve and the parasympathetic nervous system. Let's discuss in more detail the importance of the vagus nerve. So it helps us recognize when we are full after having a a meal because it sends a signal to the brain to tell us to stop eating. So if your vagus nerve is not functioning properly, you may not get the signals to tell you when to stop eating it's not getting to your brain basically and we can overeat and have insatiable appetites because of this this disconnection that's going on what what can cause damage to the nerve diabetes alcohol abuse respiratory and viral infections and surgery so it's pretty fascinating another point it has anti-inflammatory properties the journal of psychological society reports Because of the vagus nerve's relationship with certain pathways in the body it could be very important with anti-inflammatory regulation specifically in relation to diseases such as bowel disease and rheumatoid arthritis. Um, Also there has been lots of discussion in the world of science about the benefits of actually stimulating the vagus nerve. Studies have shown in epilepsy sufferers Stimulation is designed to prevent seizures by sending mild electrical impulses to the brain via the vagus nerve through an implant. Also, Psychology Today reported that stimulation dramatically reduces inflammation and the symptoms of arthritis. So, as I mentioned before, the nerve has anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, A team of researchers in Amsterdam used a small implant to stimulate the nerve. And results showed a significant reduction in inflammation by inhibiting cytokine production and these are uh, little uh, proteins that trigger in, in an inflammatory response another point could prove effective in the treatment of patients with low to moderate antidepressant resistance so quite low or moderate resistance to medication for being depressed and um, the department of biology a psychiatry in New York concluded that patients had not respond who had not responded to antidepressant drugs showed improvements in their condition. However, there was no improvement in extreme cases. So, with that in mind, what can we do today to stimulate the vagus nerve, and why? You know, even if we don't have any of those major health concerns that I just mentioned, um, you know, perhaps you suffer from fatigue food sensitivities, anxiety, gut problems or brain fog because if you do the vagus nerve could be involved in some of these things happening. So let's look at stimulation at home uh, because it could certainly be worth a try. So number one cold Certainly not my favourite, if you know me, I am always complaining about being cold. But cold therapy has been popping up a lot regarding health benefits. Well, so I've noticed anyway. Um acute exposure to cold. So think like a blast of cold in the shower. This will increase vagus nerve activation. I've tried this a couple of times, you know, you've got the normal sort of temperature going on in the shower, and then at the end the switch to super cold and see how long you can stand it it is quite exhilarating at first you kind of think what am I doing but if you can kind of if at all possible relax into it try and breathe deeply and experience the cold uh who knows if you did that you know, quite regularly, what that's going to do for your health. So cold therapy. And, and there's loads of stuff associated with that with, um, you know, athletes after uh, stressing out their muscles quite a bit using uh therapy and stuff like that. So yeah, cold therapy. Give that one a blast. Uh, second thing, yoga. When compared with just walking, yoga had greater improvements in mood and anxiety by increasing the levels of GABA in the brain, which is amino butyric acid. And it's associated with improved mood. So this is this gut-brain barrier thing that's going to be running through this throughout. Uh, Next thing is meditation. I'm sure you've all heard of the chant, OM, and its association with meditation. Perhaps you felt, what is that? That's a bit silly. Well, science says that OM vibration has the potential to stimulate the vagus nerve and in doing so acts as a cue for relaxation by deactivating certain areas in the brain. I bet you're all saying OM right now. Go on, do it. Um. <laughs> and then the next thing is massage. My favourite. But I never seem to get around to booking one. When you think of massage, you hopefully conjure up ideas of relaxation and real me time. Uh, a study carried out actually regarding foot massage showed that it increased vagus nerve stimulation and in turn lowered blood pressure. So guess I'm going to give you foot a massage. Tell them it's essential for your well-being. You know, purely medicinal and all that. Lots of people have, you know, the fear of the foot and think it's kind of gross, but give them a good wash and see if anybody will look after you. The next one is exercise. Mild exercise is shown to increase gastric motility and therefore vagus nerve stimulation. And the study I will link to in the show notes explains that this helps the stomach to process food. So that's you and your sympathetic, Nervous system again. There, just everything relax while you eat your food, and then the last one is laughter. A study carried out during yoga, uh, actually, these people were awaiting organ transplants, and twenty minutes of laughter intervention during their yoga, which involved breathing and stretching, uh, participants actually showed to improve heart rate and mood improvements as well. So they have it, vagus nerve what can you do now today maybe go off and do that. Um, get laughing move around a little get a few massages it could dramatically lighten up your day and there's not too much you need to change and put your daily routine there just to have a little experiment so there we go i hope you learned a few nuggets today that is me for another week um listener questions of course do send them along to karen at goodcleanchow.com um, if you have discussion topics for me for my YouTube channel, I'd love to hear about those too. If you want to support the show, go on over to goodcleanchow.com forward slash support and please leave a review on iTunes to you about the podcast because that will help me get noticed and as always as I say all my links to scientific studies and stuff about me is in the show notes so until next time go out there and enjoy the sunshine I hope it's sh- the sun is shining where you are bye bye the purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is in no way a substitute for medical advice. So please consult with your general practitioner before embarking on any new diet or exercise regime.